Älskar du den här podden? Stötta den genom IKAs nya supporterfunktion. Det är helt upp till dig hur mycket du vill bidra med och det finns ingen bindningstid. Klicka på länken i poddbeskrivningen för att visa din uppskattning och stötta podden. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Här avsnittet av Onrodes podcast är sponsrat av Radio Power. Mer om det senare. All right, so I'm sitting down with um, two very, very famous people, but people don't know your names. I think, like, yeah, you, probably. That's so, probably the way I would describe myself. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, well, people know you, Niall, but uh, well, guys, just I think you can introduce yourself. We're starting on my left here. So I'm Rich. I run all of Driftworks social media and photography videos. So anything you see from Driftworks, whether it's uh, product photography or videos from the Corolla or other events, and that's myself putting that out. So yeah, all the videos and, and that sort of thing and, and oh, photos. Yeah. Cool. And now my right is? Niall Gunn from Drift All Stars. You've probably seen me uh, going around all the DA Sweden events. And yeah, we've put it together a pretty extensive professional drift series the, yeah. the brain behind a lot of the the cool stuff that we see in europe i think uh, yeah definitely um i was just uh, it sparked uh, it sparked the idea when we were sitting down like we talked about drifting in general and everything it's like huh, we could talk about drifting because you guys see a lot of events yeah i mean i've been not involved as long as now but this is my fifth season now of drifting either photography or involved with a team team like Driftworks um, Niles much longer did you say 2006 you started yeah 2006 started driving and probably doing events like eight years crazy to think we'll probably have a 10 year anniversary <laughs> of events Drift All Stars in 2018 so damn we're all getting old <laughs> alright um, by the way we're sitting in a what is this a garage so pick garage in Rudskogen. <laughs> yeah, so Godville Rudskogen. It's it's noisy outside. It's probably gonna pick up the mics, but nah, whatever. Fuck it. Um, so we were talking about like drifting in, in Europe and and all the scenes, and we talked about Brexit as well. But let's not let's not <laughs> yeah. go into that. That's a different podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so like, what's what's drifting in in your world, Rich? So the UK is in an interesting period. The we have one championship um, that's does most of the work it's the British Drift Championship um, 
it's under new ownership this year. So David Egan, who pre- runs the Irish Drift Championship, has come in and taken over to try and raise the standard of drifting in the UK. Because I think for the last four years, it's been quite stale. Um, same tracks, same drivers, same cars. Silverstone, Silverstone. Well, Silverstone, <laughs> Lyndon Hill, Teesside. You, you can guess the calendar yeah. a year in advance. I mean, it's, it's good because the tracks are fun. It's a great scene to be involved in, but it's a bit stagnant. So what Dave is trying to do, um, not so much this year, but next year, take it to the next level that the British uh, Drift Championship needs. It's probably the biggest drifting fan base um, outside of Eastern Europe, I reckon. Yeah. Um, so many tracks that people can go to, so many cars. There's, there's, we don't have any silly tactiles, so you can have an S13. <laughs> you can have, you can have what you want without, without having to pay a small fortune for it. Yeah, yeah. So, and and your part of the world, Nile, is everywhere. Yeah. Like you're in UK, Ireland. You're in the UAE, and you're Kuwait, and everywhere. So yeah, I've seen the scene develop quite a lot over the last eight eight years, and yeah, like me and Rich were saying, there's certain kind of spikes of where the sport's big. So Ireland, England, really big. Western Europe, Central Europe's not really progressed as fast as people have expected. Like France, Italy, Germany, Spain—they've all kind of lagged behind. And then it's really got a lot of traction in Eastern Europe, like Estonia, Latvia. Lithuania, Poland, it's huge, and then obviously Scandinavia has been big, and hence why we're at Gat Bill. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's really good to see a lot of the professional builds in um, Scandinavia come together. So yeah, Europe's in a good place. I think a lot more things to come uh, come on to make the sport bigger and better. And in the Middle East, it's it's only in year two, three, and uh, it's catching up fast in Europe. And it's a different game out there. The different. money, the money involved. <laughs> it is like we've got F1 circuits. The cars have already caught up Europe, and uh, yeah, we're, like we had our event in Abu Dhabi and the Yaz Marina circuit, like the most expensive F1 circuit in the world. Yeah. Uh, amazing facility. They've got all the F1 tracks in Bahrain, Qatar, Kuwait's now building a new uh, circuit with a drift loop as well. So yeah, exciting times for the sport all over. Yeah, definitely. So, what's going to happen? And in, in like, what do you think? What do you guys think about drifting? Like you said, like the Middle East is it's blowing up. Really, yeah, it's really really big. So, what's the next? Uh, I've talked to the guy from South Africa, and like, what's what's the deal with with South Africa and and that part of the world? It's like, is I, it- yeah, I've actually been there twice. They have one cost. They have two custom drift tracks. People don't know about. I actually consulted in one. Oh, yeah? It's a really nice one built on the side of a hill. Uh, Otto Graven, who's two Formula D, has his own drift track as well. Um, yeah, quite a good scene. I know the two series organised in Superdrift, um, Cape Town, Johannesburg. They have six, seven rounds, so you can't ignore the sport. It's in a lot of countries already. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we had a South African three-time South African winner, uh, Wade Van Zimmerman. He was in uh, Mandela Park in Ireland last weekend, and uh, he expected to do a lot better. And uh, he qualified like 20th and went out in the top oh. 32. But the thing is, there was so, so many good drivers. It was there. a, sta- it was so a stacked lineup, but it really like he was. He's a really good driver, and I think with a bit of time in Europe, he'll probably do top eights, top tens. But the car was just like R34. R35 engine, 1,000 horsepower, oh, wow. all the toys. So. Super clean. Yeah. It did look good on the really bike, too. Yeah. Really, really good. Oh, wow. So, I mean, what do you think is the next place, Rich? Place for... For drifting in general. Uh, 
I don't know. I would like to see some kind of unification across Europe. Um, stuff that Nara's doing with Drift All Stars is really, really good. Um, I've got friends in Germany who drift, and they're so frustrated that there's one track you can drift at the the Nürburgring tra- um, Cup. And they, they, there's a few tracks in Germany, but like I said, the unification yeah, it's it a bit just, lost in Germany. I've met the ASN, and they're even a bit kind of upset because if Germany got its stuff together, it could actually be one of the biggest drift oh, yeah, nations definitely. in Europe. But it's kind of stuck in 2005 and hasn't evolved. <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, like uh, I don't want to sound too harsh, but the German drivers who are here this weekend and my German, they all agree with me, and yeah. it's yeah, definitely it's, it's, it's a shame because we got so many manufacturers sponsors there, and and that's why we're going into Rice Brennan, which is the Lausitz Ring this uh, August fifteenth, sixteenth. It's Europe's biggest super speedway, and thirty five thousand people go there for Rice Brennan, which is Europe's biggest Japanese show. So I said we wouldn't do drifting in Germany until it was a a huge event and an occasion and now they've sold five ten thousand tickets already additional because we're attending yeah so, so we, it's actually one german guy here oh is it marcel ulrich who Marcia, just nearly yeah, came, he, came in the door i'm doing a podcast with him later i think and and he said like i'm i'm the only german guy here it's like it's crazy what <laughs> it's crazy that for, for a country that developed the bmw <laughs> yeah. here so often yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy it's weird but uh so, is there any any tracks that that is going to be the next big thing? Like Niall, you're you're planning a lot of tracks. Uh, there are new tracks on yeah. their way in Europe and and all that thing. And, and it, also in the UK, there are a lot of cool tracks that people don't the, know the, about. The problem that we have in the UK is that there's a lot of noise regulations and a lot of track owners that demand a lot from the sport, and they they're still looking at a at a motorsport. Well, doing speech marks on, on a podcast <laughs> but um, they, they want a motorsport event which drifting is but when you're only using three or four corners they're expecting you to pay for an entire track yeah. and it just doesn't work out like it, it, they need to realise that and realise drifting is an, is an up and coming motorsport they need to actually think wait we c- this is something we can get on board with and help the UK scene grow which at the moment it's, it's struggling I mean for me I'm, I'm not interested in tracks I don't care where we go. One of my favourite events is one that um, Niall run a few years ago, uh, Drift All Stars in London, in the Olympic Park. It's in a car park, but the best event I've been to in four, five years. It's so good. And that's because the crowd can see everything. You're flat, so there's no, oh, they're suddenly coming over a hill. It was just such a good event. And I think that is what we need to be looking for. Not the tracks, but what we can give the spectators, because it's a spectator sport. It's like what you do now with your events mostly. You try to bring the sport to the people, yeah. like the city tracks, and and for sure, yeah. trying to bring it closer and closer. But like the, as you said, with the new tracks, like since you're you you're in in planning with some of them at least, yeah. and in development, uh, like new tracks being built, they're kind of they have to have a consultant for drifting because drifting is such a huge thing. Yeah, well, it's like I said, uh, Herman Tilke, who's like the main F1 designer, he now works with us in Apex circuit design. So there's a lot of circuits still being built around the world, and now they need to consider drifting. Because, they need to future-proof it, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they future-proof because yeah, it's not like uh, you have a lot of facilities are just built for Formula One. They run Formula One for three years, and then like they just uh, they're a dust ball. Yeah, and now they have uh, okay, drifting could be the next sport to come in, and it just needs to future-proof and have making a multi-purpose facility which actually makes it their life easier to sell the deal so 
it's um yeah it's a requirement now in most countries and even from all these countries in uh eastern europe to cis like lower russia drifting's cropping up everywhere africa middle east the, the places that you wouldn't know are getting into drifting and rich you'd probably see that in your sales yeah, definitely you see it in some strange countries i bet like, yeah we, we get random islands you think how how on earth are you having a skyline on s15 <laughs> when your islands are mild but the, but the people are and i think it's because we live in an internet age that's very media heavy yeah. drifting is probably one of the prettiest things to look at on the internet like compared to Formula One, oh look, there it is on a corner. Drifting, yeah. you got the smoke, you got the proximity. It's, it's what we all love about drifting, and what new people, kids through the games, through the internet, can now see and think, yeah, I want to do that. No one wants to sit in a single seater car and spend. They want to do drifting because it looks cool, it looks epic, and yeah, yeah that, that's that's how and the you sport can't is. you can't really relate to an F1 car as no. you can to a drift car. It's like, oh, my dad's got a BMW 5 Series. I want to do what he is. And yeah, then, yeah. Then you steal your dad's car, and and it goes from there. Which it's it's only good. I think it's such an easy sport to get into because you don't need wise fab. You don't need nine hundred brake. <laughs> like Frederick Asbury was saying yesterday in an interview, you need a car, BMW E thirty six or a, a Nissan S thirteen. Weld the diff, put rack spaces in, and just go and have fun. Get some seat time and yeah. just practice. Yeah. And that's the joy of drifting. You can't do that. In, Formula 3 or, or <laughs> no. any series like that where you've got to hire out an entire garage and yeah. transport and, and everything else. It doesn't really work. So if you are a non-Swedish speaker, uh, just hang on for about 30 seconds. I'm going to read an ad and then we'll get back to the show. Radar Power bygger och servrar många av Sveriges absolut bästa tävlingsbilar och gatbilar. Och som generalagent för bland annat Mishimoto's racingkylare och K-Sport Racing sortiment med coilovers, bromskit och luftfjädring kan Radar Power leverera allt du behöver för att lyckas med ditt bygge. De har också specialiserat sig på tävlingsburar för både time attack, drifting men nu även rally. Så vare sig du behöver bygga en bur till din racebil eller sänka din daily driver så kan Radar Power leverera allt från bolt-on kits till skräddarsydda arbeten. Ett stort tack till Radio Power som hjälper oss att fortsätta göra det vi gör. So, what do you think about? Oh yeah, as you said, now we're starting a question. What was the craziest country, the weirdest in your sales? Where, where is like, what the hell? Do you even have drift cars here? I can't think of any. I can't like Nambia and places like that. Just random places in, in, <laughs> in Africa and just islands off off the coast of America and just just places like that. Mauritius we recently sent some stuff to oh, yeah? and it's like okay there must be a scene here so I actually met a guy it. from Mauritius he won Red Bull Car Park Drift and they had an event and something like 20,000 people turned up but they have no other motorsport in that country yeah. <laughs> and they're like this is killer this is like the biggest event there however so <laughs> I mean that, that's the joy about drifting like the Niles Car Park events are really really good So you don't need a racetrack if your country or your place doesn't I'm have not. a... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm not a fan of racetracks, if I'm honest. No, like, like, it, lots it of them are just too big, too far away for yeah. the fans, too safe. It's too easy for the drivers. Like, I want to send guys down a road, put big, huge walls up, make it scary for them to drive. <laughs> yeah, and they're going like, it's risk or reward. Like, make it a spectacle. Which yeah, a spectacle. Some some race track. It's like it's like lose. in Lithuania. Uh, my guy Antanas, he's now working with us. He did the Lithuania course that went across a bridge, and we joked about that two years ago. We're going like, oh man, wouldn't it be cool like to link up this road, go across the bridge, then into the car it park. Looks so good, and it worked well. And then we did a, another section of that city and then we threw that idea around and then the council believed him and they uh, they had trust with him because he executed two strong events and then they gave us that and it was like it worked the, really the drone, well the drone footage from that event is some of the best things yeah. I've seen just as they initiate over a bridge it's like <laughs> you can what other motorsport can you do that in yeah it just does not make it just went against a lot of odds and uh, it got us a lot of uh, good attention over that so. although the one thing I will say and I'm holding my hand up here I'm a Gatbill virgin. This is my first time. Oh, yeah? First time to Norway, first time to Gatbill. And what racetracks do bring you, which street circuits often can't, is the speeds involved. Yeah. When people are building, like our DW86, 700 brake, you, sometimes it's nice to stretch your legs and, and utilize that. And man, this track here is so fast <laughs> in more than one place. And it's, it's why Silverstone is, is still Phil's, one of Phil's favorite tracks because you can just get so much speed. And places like Driftland, we went to, you're not really capable of, of using all the gears, using the maximum potential of the car. So street circuits paired with some yeah, track. That's why I try I to mix it up. We have really some, well. like, Lousted String, we're expecting the first corner entry at like 200 kilometers an hour plus. And it's it's a DTM course, like yeah, yeah. they want to test the oval. See, it's a super speedway. It's like Rockingham, like how what kind of high speed they can do on the banking after the competition. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they reckon two fifty k plus, like. Jesus. So um, yeah, so I, th- I think it's, it's finding the happy. Yeah, the happy you got to have your street circuits, yeah. your kind of urban courses, and uh, fast circuits as well. Festivals like this as well. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good just to see. And you have to levels. mix it up, and that way you find the ultimate driver. Whereas I know from maybe the US they have too many power tracks and ovals and yep. you're not really finding the best driver over the duration of the season so no uh, let's talk about just in the mention that in the speed thing and and pushing there was actually a crash here just a couple of hours ago mm. from a driver going too fast on a straightaway and he flipped his car it's like but he was pushing he was really pushing and and that's that what's a that's what a racetracking can can do to you yeah. if you're you're really pushing. 
So, I mean, in all fairness, we, we were both out there together. The car, fair play to the people that designed it. Oh, yeah. It rolled four times, do we think? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's yeah. rolled four it's, times, yeah. and the driver got out. He's fine, which yeah. is the most important thing. Yeah. The car's a mess, but he didn't die. There was exactly. no injury, which exactly. is the main thing. Yeah. So, so how do you look at safety uh, on your events, now? Yeah, we've always had a really good record. Uh, we go to town on safety on the street courses. And now I'm involved in designing, uh, let's say, temporary racetracks for drifting for the future. So we're now working with Zierbrugger uh, in Germany on barriers and catching and fencing, very like Formula E. So if we go to that level, we need to make sure all of our, all of our walls and catching and fencing is spec. But yeah, it's um, it might price it out for some other series, but... We kind of need to go to that, but we've been really good in our street circuits, and it's a lot of experience too. You you just don't put crowd in stupid places no, or no. impact zones. But I also think it's education for the drivers as well. Um, people think, oh, it's okay, I've got a roll cage, but actually, it's the inertia. If you do have a crash on your spine, on your neck, yeah. and I think we need to be looking at what proper motorsport, some effort with hands devices. Yeah, I think the, that. I mean, Phil runs them in in the Corolla because that's, yeah, that's a big thing. What we want yeah. to bring in, I think the only missing piece of this the actual personal safety is bringing in hands. Or yeah. Simpson have a universal. It's like a very uh, simple hands device system as well. I mean, if you make it compulsory, people, oh, but I don't, I don't want to buy this. It's it's, it's more money as well how much do you value oh, yeah. your ability to walk or move <laughs> yeah. and there's been a couple of crashes in the beat in the British Drifting Championship a few years ago um, a, a guy rolled his car then as well um, not as fast as this and everything fell out the car like it went upside down oh. the dash came out like the car was repaired because it, it wasn't a bad one and then there was another another one where the, the drifter didn't do up her harnesses properly so she nose on into the tyre wall and the internal GoPro footage you can see a head hitting the steering wheel oh. just because the harnesses weren't done up tight enough oh, and these no. are simple things yeah. that people that oh I've got a roll cage it's fine I'm not going to yeah. what, what am I going to do Yeah. so yeah I think education and moving forward because cars are getting quicker the, the game is stepping up so people also need to be looking at what they can do to protect themselves and protect everybody else yeah um, I know you guys are busy uh, we, we shot for for about a 20 minute podcast uh, can we just round this up by what are you excited for for the rest of the season and maybe next season both in events and in tracks and what do you guys think of next year well, I'm looking forward to just finishing this year um, and recovering from this awful sunburn I've required here. It is not like England. It is not wet. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just looking forward to there's maybe tracks at Silverstone again, um, some drifting there. I just, as long as we put on a good show, don't care for results. We're not a results game. We're an entertainment game. As long as, as, long as we go to these BDC rounds or, or IDC at the end of the year and put on a good show, that is all I want. I want to see people cheering and be happy for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And Niall, you have obviously have a, a little bigger plan since you're in organizing the events, but what are you most excited for? Um, the next few weeks we get really busy. We go to Estonia, then Latvia, which is like crazy, our fourth year continuously in Latvia. That's kind of turning now into not one of the bigger gigs anymore. Oh, yeah. uh, then go into Germany, which is 35,000 fans. Excited to do that, and the organizers are doing an awesome job. After that, then we go to Russia for an exhibition right outside Moscow. We've 
been working with Red Bull X Fighters and ESPN designing a brand new custom drift track, which is pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool to be designing. So we put in curved tarmac, slight jumps, wall rides. So. <laughs> cool stuff and then kind of wrapping up the European season and then going back to the Middle East in October oh, wow so. it's going to be busy yeah. I think the Middle East is somewhere I think to keep an eye on not right now but I think in a few years yeah, time it's, it's only year three and it's yeah, exactly. slowly getting there and like one thing is the FIA are quite strong there now and they've recognised there's no other regional motorsport so in Europe we have a lot of competition DTM F1 World Rally Rallycross it's crazy there's nearly too many motorsports the only motorsport series that's regional in the Middle East is Rally and it's just about dying so they've recognised we have uh, actioned a lot of locals get in so Abu Dhabi uh, people getting involved Dubai we've got, we got Sultan here now Sultan's Sultan. flown all the way over yeah. and he's bought because he's bought his own car <laughs> flew that over as well oh, yeah. um, because he can and it's an incredible car and, just another level and the cool thing is they're educated they want to get into it yep. uh, I look at Dubai Autodrome it's like the normal racetrack we have there and it's only expats drive like English, Irish people but they want the local speed and the locals are now saying right this is the motorsport for us which is really cool because yep. they have access to everything there so yeah it could be a, quite a big future there but yeah definitely so um, yeah lots, lots going on in 2017 I think yeah we have a lot of stuff coming out and a lot of big planning and just evolve the sport to make it bigger and better yeah what is it you're looking forward to then since you've asked us all these questions <laughs> ah shit I'm not I'm not supposed to be interviewed um, I'm looking forward to, to city tracks I think and and what I'm looking forward most is uh, I want to go to Ireland I really want to look yeah come at to round 5 it'll be I think it'll be the one yeah. to go to so uh, as of now just any IDC round I want to look at yeah um, Mondello or uh Maybe there was one parking lot track that was a kind of slow track, but I thought it was cool. Uh, I can't remember the no, name. I, yeah, from my, yeah. yeah. Um, so IDC, I, I would say. Yeah, IDC. Bar the crowd that I've seen here today is the biggest crowd I've been to for drifting oh, yeah? um, in a long time. Four deep around the bank, it's 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 crazy. But they love it over there. And again, similar situation. It's pretty much almost the only motorsport they've got. Bar rallying now, I think, isn't it now? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it is the biggest motorsport in Ireland now. So oh, it's, yeah. quite, it's quite cool. Wow. And yeah, there's so many young guys coming through. It's insane. Like it yeah. just it keeps producing and delivering <laughs> these drift well, ninjas. James Dean, through. European champion. Jack Shanahan, British champion. And it's just the list keeps going. And yeah. probably and Shane O'Sullivan two years ago, British champion from Ireland. So yeah, I think it's Thomas Coyley, uh, then Jack's brother Connor Shannon is twelve. There's such a depth of talent of kids going forward and then I would say in comparison in Europe or even the States there's no young people coming through no. well, it's the money I think yeah. I think Ireland have made it easy and accepted yeah. that oh, actually if you can drive then why shouldn't you be allowed to compete yeah. whereas I think other people have said oh no I don't want a, no, I don't want a, a child effectively on the, on the grid no. way and too many rules but no it's, and, look, and look at the results they've both done really well Connor the age of 12 or 13 a 700 break 2JS 13 because everyone has one of those at 13 yeah. and he entered the British Drift Championship for the first time two or three weeks ago and finished third in his first major competition wow. and you don't do that by fluke that, no. that's good driving ability Jesus um, Christ I'll ask you one more. where do you see Swedish drifting because this is your home oh yeah country. we were talking about this one. yeah <laughs> um where I see it compared to other countries yeah. um, there are uh, or Scandinavia let's say okay okay uh, I'm, I'm looking at maybe 
five or six drivers that really stand out. And uh, I'm I'm just gonna shit on Sweden for a while because uh, I think that people are just throwing money at, at at a car and then think that they can drive. So there's no real genuine talent uh, for more than six people. Oh, okay. so they're, they're putting too much money into the car, no seat time because they yeah. they're too busy building. Exactly, or, and, yeah. and then you start out with thousand horsepower. Like, no, 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 that's not what you do. Have you drifted before? No, never. No. You, you, you just built a 100k car and you're no that's not how that works but I think those top six are really dangerous mm. uh, they are really skilled and now the sport in Sweden has or Scandinavia has starting to pick up so sponsors have been going in with some money and now we, we only got to drive on, on um, semi-slicks or, or the R-rated tires maybe two years ago or something oh, okay. we just started that and there, this is, it's not still a standard so it's like we're, we're a bit behind, I would say. Yeah, like I said, the guys always, when we came to Mantorp and Rundal, there was always like Grannon was on the podium last year and he was like fourth the year before and yeah. Frederick Sedin is always up there. Yeah. And uh, I kind of look at like Rallycross, you look at World Rallycross, it's dominated by Norwegian yep. Swedish drivers. Yeah. And it's only a bit of time, like Frederick Asbo is here, Kenny is here, I know I'll see them across our paddock really soon. Yeah. And then you've got Oxnavad doing big things and I think we've like seven Norwegian drivers going to Riga alone. Yeah. Uh, two or three more Swedish, so I think, yeah, the sport's good here. You guys are petrol heads. You're not scared to drive hard. And <laughs> I think uh, there's a lot of good drivers to be come out of here yet. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, that's a good compliment. Come on. Guys, it's been great having you here. Um, I know you got to get going, so uh, we'll just round up this. Thank you so much for, for sitting down with me. Um, it's fine. I'm fat. I like to sit down. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll keep that in. <laughs> so... Um, well, I guess we'll talk later this season. In Ireland. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll do a podcast in Ireland if you come over. Riga. And Riga. I'm going everywhere now. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later. Cool. Thanks. See you. Come on. for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Bye.